This morning, I'm going to share on the subject, do not waste this opportunity. 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 Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 14. Verse 11 to 14. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of my goods, or the, of goods that falleth to me. And he divided them, he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, country, <laughs> And there wasted his substance with righteous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Say, do not waste this opportunity. Your blessings are contained in the opportunities God sends your way. If God says he will bless you, he's actually saying, I will send you opportunities. If God says, I will enlarge you, he's actually saying, I will send you opportunities. There are many of us who have found themselves where we are today because we blew away certain vital opportunities God gave to us. It will amaze you that had it not been for the, the church and what you do in the church, some of you would have been teenage pregnant. Some of you would have been having three children in kiosk. Some of, uh, yeah, some of you would have been hawkers. Today, by the grace of God, you are robed in the choir. It means that you took an advantage in an opportunity to step up your life to the next level. The same way there are some of your colleagues and friends who had the same opportunity. Where is Abigail? She's not here. But she came as a GSS graduate. They were writing BEC. Okay, and they came when we started the church. That was how the church started. BEC graduates. They were going to write exams and they heard that the young pastor has come to town who is powerful. So they were coming for prayer meeting. Young, 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 young people. After three days of them coming, one of their colleagues died. And I wanted to ask her if she was here. I'm sure that some of her friends then, some of them are carrying two, three children in the village by now. When God wants to push, when you pray, God, my next level, my next level, my next level, what God is going to do is that he's going to give you an opportunity. Are you following me? If you are taking advantage of the opportunity God sent to you last year, you would have been better than today. As a church worker, one of the greatest opportunities you have been given is to serve God in his house. 
I thought you were clapping. It's a great, great privilege. It's a great opportunity that God says, come into my vineyard and work with me. I want to work with you. I want you to be my co-liberal. I want you to be my co-pilot in this work that the Father has committed into my hands. It's an opportunity that if you don't take care, you will blow it away because it doesn't look lucrative. The work of God does not look lucrative. It is sacrificial, it is a labor, and it is what? A work. So the work of God is not lucrative. So when you tell somebody, Nyamia Frel, then you start crying. As if say, God is going to kill the person. So they call you and say, Derricka, Derricka, Derricka. The Lord is speaking to me. God has called you to be a pastor. You just feel like your career, your world has come to an end. But you don't know that it's a great opportunity. Look at how JD just sang beautifully. I'm telling you, if she had not taken advantage of an opportunity given to her, she came from Germany. The first miracle hour, I was ministry, and I saw Jackie taking a towel and putting it on her. Like you, you didn't see because your eyes can only see uh, Prada shoe, Prada hammer. So she just came from Germany from her masters and just landed, came for miracle hour. And in the administration, I saw that. And it was time for Jackie to also go. But you see, God's office will always be filled by men who are willing. And she had never done that before, but she took up the challenge. And I, I remember putting the mantle on her. She manifested like how you all manifest. Giri, 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 giri. And some way, somehow, God is using her to bless us. You may feel that there is nothing good about you, but if you yield yourself to God, you'll be shocked what God will do for you. We are running a ghetto ministry. It's so beautiful to go and minister to prostitutes, we smokers, the desolate, without condemning them and sharing the gospel to them. And they're giving you drinking bar to run. And when it's time for service, they sack everybody from the drinking bar. And the number grows to a point that they give you the compound. And you see weed smokers, prostitutes, singing praise to God. Is it not beautiful? Yeah. When you avail yourself to God, God will do more than you, have expect, you, are, you are expecting him to do. This young man was in his father's house and he felt, I don't know what demon came upon him, I'm sure the spirit of wastage. When the devil wants to also waste your life, he sends demons. Yeah. He sends a demonic opportunity. Caucasian. You alone, when you did the things down there, power. Then after that, demonic 
opportunity. So the spirit of wastage came upon this young son of this man. And he went to the father and said, give me my portion of your properties. I can't wait. Now, the father also divided and gave it to him. And he left to a far country. Look, when the devil wants to destroy you, he will move you away from church. He will keep you away from church. And he will tell you that you serve the same God. God is everywhere. We don't need church. You don't need a pastor. You don't need a, a, a brethren. You don't need to do anything in church to please God. When you start hearing such messages, know that the spirit of wastage is chasing after you. Yeah. You start hearing those messages in your ears. When you absent yourself from the brethren, you are okay. He went to a far country because the devil would need to isolate you before he can destroy you. Because if you are in the midst of the brethren, the grace of God, the corporate anointing, the corporate power can shield your weakness. I thought you were clapping. Do not waste the opportunity to have a church in your neighborhood. Yes. The opportunity to be a committed church member. The opportunity to serve committedly. Hallelujah. Opportunity means a favorable time. Favorable time. Number one, favorable time. It's a favorable time. Number two, favorable occasion. Favorable occasion. Favorable occasion. And number three, favorable circumstance. Favorable circumstance. As I'm speaking to you now, there are people in the hospital just like you. I remember Jeremiah. You see this young man standing? Just stand up and let them see you. He nearly died. He nearly paralyzed. He nearly became immobile. Am I lying? Not that he nearly, he was in that state. Roland, Dr. Roland, he was there. I took him there. Dr. Enkum too, he was in rage. He was sick like, like this. Am I lying? Uncontrollable. Just because he went to lift something for once. He was like, he had become, he couldn't talk. He couldn't hold anything. Am I lying? He couldn't be with when you see his urine, you shout for him to be here playing drum again. It takes the power of God. It was so scary. But we kept faith with the word. We kept speaking the word over him. And today he's here. If God prays for his life, you can take your seat. When you have opportunity to serve, serve God because it's a favorable time. It's, this is the opportunity. This is the time to serve God. Look at how the youth is following. They are following political parties with vigor, with energy, with energy you don't know where they get it from, with excitement. I saw one advert where one man was batting on the road because he's campaigning for Nanado, the president. That free water. And he was bathing. And the woman came to help him to bath. 
that passion. When I see those things, eh, something passed. I, I want to be just crazy for Jesus. And you don't owe anybody an apology to shout in church, to praise God, and to praise the gospel. You don't. You don't. You don't have, you don't have to apologize for waking up and praying. You don't have to apologize for holding your Bible to church. You don't have to apologize for loving God in any form. I saw one in the rain with a placard campaigning and the rain was falling. When rain falls, we don't come to church. We don't. These guys will stand by the road waiting for a presidential candidate for hours. The last time one went to meet his people midnight in the north. And the people were waiting on the road. They don't even know the difference between day and night. Passion. 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 Zeal and love towards what they believe in. This is a great opportunity for you and I to serve God and to contribute our quota. Because at the end of the day, what would you have done for the Lord in your life? Give the Lord a mighty clap. Opportunity is a favorable situation that can make it possible for a man to be blessed. What you call a blessing is an opportunity that somebody took serious. What you call opportunity. I want you to share this page for everybody to listen to it. What you, call, what you call a blessing. Hey, this man is blessed. He took advantage of an opportunity. He took advantage of an opportunity. I remember this young man. We won his soul on campus so many years ago. Let's say 206. I went to the same secondary with him. When we came to tech, I saw him. And the way he was living his life, I was not comfortable. And we spoke to him. As us a crier. Started coming to church. Going to church. He was going to, to Baptist. On campus. BSU. Started going. Every day when I'm coming from class, I see him. I say, Charlie. Blessing. Good, good, good to see you. Not many months after, he went back to the world. He started chilling. He blew the opportunity away. He even joined the evangelism team. So I used to see him going for so. And when you meet him, you are like, you know, there are those people when you see them, you are shocked that they are serving God. <laughs> you know, there are people like that. When you meet them, you are like, hey, Charlie, the church, you know, be I mean, for this guy to go to church and be winning souls, Charlie, I saw him. Then he backslided. Went off. I spoke to him again. I said, oh, Charlie, Charlie, this church, church this Christianity thing, you they take worry me, Charlie. Make we chill. We've been there on our youth inside. Make we chill. Unfortunately, one of the Kwewu, 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 Easter, he was poisoned. Kidney failure. He died. Even before then, he went to do some deal. There some people cornered him in a hotel. They tied him. They, they slashed him. We thought he was dead. 
and he survived. Even after that, he was still inside. He died. I'm not saying you die. I'm showing you how when you blow away an opportunity, you have blown away an opportunity to be a great person, to be a blessing to many people. Give the Lord a clap offering. Unfortunately, when God is calling us to work for him and do something significant for him, we feel that it's a burden. And we want to do it anyhow. So we serve God anyhow without considering how you can't bake bread anyhow and expect to eat proper bread. You can't cook jollof anyhow and expect to eat proper jollof. You cannot pound fufu anyhow. If you pound fufu anyhow, you know there are some ways you don't pound fufu. There's a, there's a certain temperature of the cassava you don't pound. You don't know because you'll be using neat fufu. Are you here? There's a certain quantity of plantain and cassava you must. If the plantain is more than the cassava, you, you've not gotten there yet. But some people too like it like that. More plantain, more cassava. But there is a certain way you pound them. There's an amount of water that must go into the fufu. I know, pa. I know, pa. I know, pa. <laughs> ben, you are shaking your head. Don't worry. One day I'll blow you before I'll cook for, for the boys' boys to come to the house and eat. And I'm sure after that, the girls, girls will say, Daddy, it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> As for boys, boys, they don't know how to cook. So even if I don't cook well, they will enjoy it. But you people, you will send me WhatsApp. <laughs> Daddy, that thing, it means small. It to be nice. Many of us have wasted opportunities that should have come our way to make us great. Wasted opportunities means wasted monies. You have wasted a lot of monies on data, on dresses you don't need. This suit I'm wearing, it was a gift since 2013. Yes. And you see me wearing it every for seven years. I don't care. I've been giving to Eddie to take to the laundry, so he knows seven years. I've been wearing this shoe for the past one year or so. Who cares? I'm fine. You are building nothing. You are wasting every money that comes into your hands and you blame God for your poverty you go for every sitting you blow 150 Ghana every Friday night you are not only blowing away your money you are blowing away your health by the time you are 40 years you will see the damage you have done to your body you see that a body that should have served God, a body that should have served the church, have served many bodies of women and have broken many bottles in the beer bar. And the destiny has been wasted. But today, I call your conscience back to destiny and to the reality of life. Give the Lord a mighty clap of you.
Some of you should have been reading your masters or should have graduated by now. Some of you should have gone back. Gone back to school. And finished your degree. You are happy with your secondary school. Because you earned something small that you are using to rap the area girls. Look, wake up. Stop wasting opportunity. Stop wasting opportunity, church. Stop wasting opportunity. There is more God wants us to do. There is more. Elijah said, go and borrow vessels. Because the more vessels you have, the more oil you have. The more vessels you have. The more vessels you have. The more oil you have. And the more oil you have, the more blessing you have. Are you wasting opportunity? Young as you are, on the fear. Got that boyfriend fear. Weekend. I'm not an adult. I'm not an adult. But you go, you come back home. You are an adult. Go and do it. Are you with me? You go and you come back and you're holding plates in the kitchen. You're an adult. Go and build and stay. You are wasting time. I wish I had three masters by now. But I wasted opportunities. That's why I'm preaching with passion. I wish I was holding three. I started like four and I stopped three. I just stopped because I felt I couldn't take it because of the church, like the pressure. But I now realize that I could have. I could have. I could have. And I've given myself for the next five years. Ha! Books are in trouble. You'll be there. And keep your diploma. And waste the opportunity to be great. Opportunities will always come. And those who are prepared will take it up. Because you've got an Uber and you are driving today as a young person. So your father may be driving Uber, but he doesn't desire that you should become an Uber driver. And you have made it your dream because by the time you are driving Uber in your small village, fans are now busing. Hey, hey, because every day you get daily sales. Don't sacrifice your tomorrow just by today's breakfast. There is a pain we must go through. Don't let the womb that gave birth to you regret. Don't let the cross that saved you regret. Don't let the blood that saved you regret. The same blood that saved you must save others through your life. Don't waste opportunities. You are not clapping. One major way many of us waste opportunities is that we are too extravagant. Many of us are too extravagant. You are wearing perfumes you couldn't pay for. You took it on rent house. Or higher purchase. You are a poor person. You are a visionless man. To take perfume on higher purchase, you are paying it in installment. I could touch it. 
utiana kakra kakra you don't know where you are going one decision i took that when we are going to do a program when we started church i said i would never rent anything in the building so we save we buy we save we buy and we bought these speakers over six, seven years and they are still healthy we don't rent what you cannot afford today you don't need it today the young guy what that young son needed was the comfort of the father was the protection of the father was the comfort of the home but he felt that he needed to be independent he didn't know that it was the spirit of wastage that was pushing him away I beg you in the name of the Lord don't waste this opportunity God has given to you to be a blessing to people to be a blessing to your family wasted opportunity is wasted resources some of you they took you to school you went to get pregnant and you left but God will give you another opportunity and don't waste it some of you went to school went to drink smoke weed and they served you and since then life has not been meaningful but the anointing of Naphtali is coming upon you this morning. Give the Lord a clap of example. When you live beyond your means or spend money in essence, you have an extravagant lifestyle. Sometimes you have to walk. People, if you don't have a car, there's a way to survive. Today's pain has no correlation with tomorrow's glory. Yeah. I may not have anything today. I may not look like a child of God today. But my tomorrow is great. If only, if only I will take advantage of the opportunities that God is giving to me. If only. I know it's not a nice message, so you will not clap. In the parable of the prodigal son above, we have a lot of lessons to learn. I'll just dig out two and we go. A lot of lessons to learn from that parable. If you are an usher in church, appreciate the call and do it with your heart. Don't look at how somebody does it. And no, appreciate the call. We could have decided to do two services and go home. But you see, this service is one of the constructive services that will build a church. You see, some church workers who run away, they are, they are wasting the opportunity empowered because the word of God does not only bless you when you are in church it blesses you in your entire life because what the word will do in your life is permanent so you see that it reflects in your professional life your relationship life because the word 
will make you entire and whole. There's so much lesson in those few verses we have read. But because of time, I'll touch only two. And then we go. Don't waste an opportunity, man. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. I vow not to waste the opportunity to pastor this church. Yeah. Don't waste the opportunity to be called an intercessor. Don't waste the opportunity to be a student. Because tomorrow, tomorrow is for those who prepared for it. Church, let's prepare for tomorrow. Let's prepare for tomorrow. Let's build capacity. Prepare. Prepare to suffer today to enjoy tomorrow. The business ideas, they will not only come by tongue speaking. You have business ideas. What are you doing about them? Because you had money, now you open shop. We don't do that. That is why our businesses cannot grow. So you pack it with your family members. Your family member is accountant. Family member is a gateman. Family member is secretary. Family member is your PE. Your uncle's uh, cousin's son. Your wife's brother's nephew. Instead of relying on competence, that turning your business into family business in Ghana, you can only feed three people and your business will close up. When you have an idea, incubate it. Bake it. Take your time and bet it. If it will grow, it has to be prepared well. Don't waste an opportunity. The first lesson we will look at is he wasted the opportunity to be to, to, to benefit from the counsel of the father. When you leave the house, you lose the opportunity to benefit from the counsel of your father. Yes. When you leave the house. Just like Judas, most Christians have wasted the counsels, the preachings, and the teachings of their pastors. We don't, we don't regard it. Because you start seeing some money in life. Because God begins to give you leverage. Because that is the prayer of your pastor. And that is the prayer of the church. That you start seeing leverage. You start seeing top in life. As we say it in Ghana. You foresee top in life. You foresee you should have money. Because everybody here needs money. Who doesn't need money? Money is the only thing that can put smiles in your face. Emilia, I'm telling you. Like you are sitting here now, then you hear 150,000 Ghana city in your account. It will be you alone, your voice I'll be hearing. Amen, Pastor. Preach on. I'm blessed. No Holy Ghost has come on hell. <laughs> Money ghost. <laughs> so you see that whether you like it or not, the ultimate target of your life personally you are desiring to have money to do a lot of things because it is not true yeah. if you say no you are a hypocrite 
Are you here? Roland, is it not true? Yeah. So it makes us look for opportunities that can give us money. And this man saw that the father had money and he took his portion. It is estimated to be $13.5 million. Took it away. Far away. He lost the opportunity to enjoy pastoral fatherly counsel. As a church member, as a church worker, as a Christian, don't waste the opportunity to enjoy teachings. There is no bad intention in the mind of your father concerning you. There is no bad intention in the mind of your pastor concerning you. When your pastor is preaching the word, it's because he wants you to be better. And most of the time, when you become better, who benefits more? Your family. Your family. Because you just bring us truck a benjamin, a bit of and your family benefits more. Yeah, you just bring us more. You just give five CDs offering, ten CDs offering. 20 Ghana, 50 Ghana. Then the tithe. When God makes it 10,000, your tithe is 10,000. Then you do it 4,000. Pastor Krauhu, you even clap. But a chunk of it, you remember your mother, Mother's Day. It's good, it's a blessing. Father's Day. You take care of your cousins. That is the prayer of every pastor. That you will be successful. That you will be productive. That five years, when I'm telling, every day I mention five years. And I see progression. Five years ago, when I look back and I look at it now, a lot of you have improved. And five years from today, when I look at you, I can say with confidence, bless him in my office. I need 15,000 tomorrow. Sign it and you will sign it. I thought you were clapping. Ah, but you think I'm praying for you for nothing. That day will come. I'll just oh, I want to go to Columbus, Ohio. So I'll call four people. Come, come, come. The bill. Now I'll be doing my analysis. And it's thirty thousand dollars. So I need it by Wednesday. I'll give you time. Wednesday. I need it by Wednesday. By Thursday, 5 p.m., I should be out of town. I'll be back on Monday. Pastor, only three days, $30,000. You think when I was laying hands on you, it was for that. <laughs> Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. I'll call them people. So, there are some 20 widows in the, in the village. We want to build two bedroom houses for them. So, 10 of you, 20 of uh, 20. We are building it in ICA. So, go, go and get 20 plots and then start building. I'll give you three months. Each of you build one unit and then we take them in. You think I'm pouring oil on you, JD? You think I'm just pouring oil on you for nothing? That day will come. Now, when I call thousand, you don't come. I don't worry. I mean, we are preparing you for the mega sacrifice. The future is bright if you will take advantage of the provisions that God has made for you. I remember some several years ago. Let me just wrap up with this. There are things you must do that God cannot do for you. There are things you must do that God cannot. There are fires you must pass through that God cannot insulate you from. 
Serving in the house of God is a great privilege. But we don't take it for, we take it for granted. If you are working in the presidential palace, you would have served, you would have served better. But this is the most fertile ground for any man to serve. No matter what you become in life, have it as a priority in your life that my life must be counted among the laborers of God in the house of God. It was, oh, in the kingdom of God, I'm the kingdom of God. There is no kingdom without a church. The church makes the kingdom. Take the church out, you have no kingdom. So if the church dies, the kingdom is weakened. And I'm trusting God that some few years, some of you will be pastors of ICGs. Lady pastors, pastors, prophets, apostles, pastoring churches in Somania, in Kumasi, Accra, London, um, Washington, D.C., Texas. You are doing the work of God. Yeah. Oh, Pastor, I mean, I'm an apostle in the marketplace, you know. I'm going, I'm going, we, are, we are the Daniels. In the, it's good. But make sure when you get there, you are truly a Daniel. Some of you get there, you are no more Daniel, you are Nebu. 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 You pray to God. God, if you give me this job, Lord, if you give me this job, I will pay my first fruit. Oh, the salary that man, I will give it to you. Oh, God, you know I've suffered. Remember me. God does it. Now you tell. I did not have a top account to 5,450. Now when it came, no, then suddenly classical wisdom has come to you. Um, you see, I have bills to pay. I must not overstress myself. God is a God of grace and mercy. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, if I pay 3000 3, and keep the rest, it's, it's not bad. It's not like I've stolen anything. <laughs> it's not like I've stolen anything. I, I, I just... So, you have become an Ananias and Sapphira. And that Ananias and Sapphira is in all of us. All of us. All of us, all of us, Ananias and Sapphira. So, some of you come and stand, you play 2,000, then you pay only 3,000, then 300, then you stop. You are Ananias and Sapphira. When you are reading the Bible and you see Ananias and Sapphira again, don't criticize them because you are their grandchild. Yeah, Ananias and Safira. Pay 10%, you are paying 5%. Who read the Ananias and Safira? You see it, no, you see? And you use it to preach. And the Bible says, and Ananias and Safira, they lie to God. They lie to the Spirit of God. They lie. You, you, oh. <laughs> Let me end in three minutes. The message is too sweet if I don't end. We sit under great teachings and great preachings and yet we waste all the opportunities 
No, no pastor wants to be naming uh, children outside marriage. Are you hearing me? It's not a joy for any pastor to do that. So don't be planning to do that. If you have planned to do that, stop. That doesn't mean I will not name the child. I will name the child. But it's not what we desire. That is not the kind of fruit we want from you. No pastor wants to know that you are sleeping in your boyfriend's house. Where to every fear? Where to? I mean, you, you move like <laughs> Ecolac. Ecolac. That day, a pastor told me something, and I'm like, Wow, people can easily leave their fertile ground in anger. That's when the person and I like, What? There's a great opportunity. Look at this young man, you had everything at home. Next week, I'll, 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 I'll continue and I'll show you. When he came back, he had no inheritance in the father's house again. If he will ever get any property, then it's the big brother that says, Oh, Charlie, my house in 37, you take it. Because when the father threw the party, the only thing he had was a party and an, a reinstatement as a son. So there are sons with no inheritance. All he had was a party and the ring and a hug. Is it hug you chop? Is it a hug you chop, Emma? A hug? So some of you, you come to church. When church is beginning and pastor is wild, you still want to wave and say, Pastor, good morning. And pastor will say, bless you. Then you get angry. And pastor will come to view, view. Meanwhile, you, when you are driving and we wave you, you don't even feel anything. Nobody complains. We will even put highlight like this. That's so cool. Nobody complained. The elder brother was angry that why are you doing this? Then the father said, Ah, what is your worry? Everything I have is yours. Don't waste opportunity. Some parents, some of you, your parents sleep and they cry. Because the opportunities they are giving to you, you are blowing all away. Is God crying in heaven because you are blowing opportunities away? I want you to recount and assess your life again. We are about to wrap up the year. 2021 is coming. Fresh page. Vow not to waste any opportunity again. If you have an opportunity to serve in the house of God, tell God to give you more love, more passion to do it. If you have an opportunity to work in any company, and you are being like a Jessica. As a Christian, you go and you are praying at work time. As a Christian, you are fasting, so you work. When they ask you questions, then when they don't promote you, you come to pastor. Pastor, do you know, I've been working in this company for five years. I've been in one position. Even the people came after me. 
they have crossed. I'm sure the boss is sleeping with them. I'm very sure because I've been there for long. Hey, in your appraiser, you failed. From 2021, from today to the time we enter 2021, I give you an assignment. Go home, take white sheet or tablet and write every aspect of your life and begin to grade yourself and make decisions that as you step in 2021, these are the steps. These are the ways. These are the path I want to take. Give the Lord a clap of If you do this and you commit to it, your next 10 years will be 10 times better than the years you have seen in your life. I want you to rise up on your feet and begin to talk to God. Just talk to God. Just talk to Him. Talk to Him. Ask Him to help. Ask the Holy Ghost to help. Ask the Holy Ghost to help. Ask the Holy Ghost to help. Bala, ask the Holy Ghost to help. Hey, help us, Lord, not to waste this opportunity to serve you, not to waste the calling, not to waste the calling to be relevant and significant in your kingdom in our families and in this nation, in our profession, not to waste the opportunity given to us in the name of Jesus. Shandelema, Mandeles, Sole Andias, Malado Sada, Melegedeas, Grondo Sadai, Malada Dadaias, Colonahas. Yes, Lord, we will not waste opportunities again. Sendemayadaba. In the wrong path we are on right now, we pray by the power of grace, we change direction in the name of Jesus. We take control by the power of the Holy Ghost of our lives and our destinies, and we direct it in the right path in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Celebrate God with a good clap. And may the Lord help you. May the Lord help you. That you will not waste opportunities again. In Jesus name. Amen. Clap for Jesus again. And please take your seat. Take your seat. I